Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to the Fitness Show. So today we are going to talk about the tank top mandate and other hurdles you need to get over in your little brains of yours. But before I do that, I would like to take the moment to thank a few people for a few things. Number one, I just had my birthday last week. It's, I'm a May 27th baby, born on Memorial Day, and so my, be, my birthday fell on Memorial Day weekend this year. And um, fortunately for me, I had the great honor of hosting, as, serving as race announcer for the Buffalo Marathon and the other races included in the weekend. And it was absolutely epic. It's a great race. The whole weekend is phenomenal. And I'm going to actually dedicate an entire podcast to that. But when I was packing for the race, this is me. I pack and I hate packing. And I don't hate a lot of things. I don't even like the word hate. Okay. I loathe packing and I have to do it a lot. I always wish I had disposable clothes, you know, just a little paper gowns and I could throw them in and put them on and wear my paper gown and then throw it away when I was done. But anywho, and if you ever see me roaming around in a paper gown, you know I have had it. You know that I have thrown in the towel on life and having any sort of personal pride. So, anyways, I'm packing for this race and throwing my gear in the bag. And what I realize is I have two and a half pairs of socks to choose from. And five of them are individual socks, none of which match. So they're kind of the similar styles, but none of them go together. And here's the deal. My damn washing machine or dryer is a jerk. I'm sure yours is a jerk too, and it steals all the socks. And then my children, they're my size, and they steal my socks. And so even though... I have, a, I have some socks, and they're supposed to be in my drawer. They're not. So I have five individual socks, and I just decide I'm going to go with this baby. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live life large, and I'm going to manage an entire five-day weekend with two and a half pairs of socks. Maybe I'll wash them in my hotel room. I'm not above it. So I'm doing that, and then I send my son out to get the mail, and he comes back with this package. And it's a big fluffy package, and I'm thinking, I didn't order anything, did I? And then sometimes companies are sending me products for review, but no way. I open this bag, and my dreams fall out. I am so excited. My hotties have sent me 15 pairs of Swiftwick no-show socks, which is officially at the top of my wish list for any gift at any time ever. In fact, if I could have a thousand pairs of Swiftwick, Swiftwick no-show white socks, it would, I don't know. I don't know if I could ever want for anything again. So I get these socks and I'm, yay, I'm throwing them around like they're confetti and it just fills up my heart. So I put them in my bag and I don't have to wash socks in my hotel room. My feet are so happy. And every time I put on Every time I break open a new pair of socks and put them on, I'm filled with joy and appreciation. So for everyone who pitched in on those socks, they're not cheap socks. I think they literally got me 200 pairs of socks, $200 worth of socks, which is incredible. It's so generous. But it really, it was the best birthday gift ever. And for all the people who reject getting socks as gift, I welcome socks as gifts, especially really, really nice socks. And then they also made... Uh, an amazing, generous donation 
to getting a morning mile program started at a school somewhere here in the U.S. So we have to choose that. But for everyone who pitched in for those things, thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't deserve your love and appreciation the way you dole it out. I mean, I really, I try hard on your behalf, and I, and I get it, but you really give back to me so much more than I could ever give to you. So between the socks and the opportunity to help change the lives of thousands of little kids for years to come, it means means so much to me. So I also had a really nice birthday. We uh, celebrated in Buffalo, and I'll tell you about that when we talk about the Buffalo Marathon. But well, let's get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast. I'm going to start with the tank top mandate. Now, the reason the tank top mandate came along and I signed this international tank top treaty and accord is because I actually see people who deprive themselves of wearing appropriate clothes for the temperature they're living in or the workout experience. And it's interesting to me, um, on my Hottie Body Fitness Challenge group place online, and so if you're not familiar with that, that's my online training group, please join it. It's free. I guide you every day on how what exercises to do and, of course, the exact formula for weight loss. But, you know, Timothy Powell is a great example. Timothy's gone from 385 pounds to 260 pounds. He's an incredible shape. He's doing so well. He's very close to his goals. And he has a Hottie Body Fitness Challenge tank top, one of the uh, hashtag get to work shirts. And he's making leaps and bounds, always showing new clothes that he's squeezing into. I think he used to wear a 4XL and now he's in just a regular XL, which is astonishing. It's really astounding results. But he puts a picture of himself up, a few gym selfies, and he, he talks about how much he struggled walking into the gym and feeling okay in a tank top. And he's not the only one. He's not the only one. I've seen this response from many people, men and women alike. And I need, I need you guys to stop. And I need you to start wearing tank tops because here's the deal. It's hot. (laughs) It's really hot outside. It's June here in Florida and it's 94 and sticky. And so if you were here living around me, you would probably die. You would probably just drop dead on the road if you weren't wearing appropriate clothes for the climate. But then also, with me trying to get you to exercise to your best ability, you have to be wearing functional fitness gear. And a tank top is wildly appropriate for exercise. I don't care if the air conditioning's on in the gym. If you're working hard, any amount of clothing you have on you is going to start to feel restrictive and sticky, and it's going to diminish your output. So the tank top is right for you. And and let's be real. Their arms... And, and even if you don't feel like your arms are ripped like Thor's or you don't have uh, Jennifer Aniston arms, I don't know, <laughs> whoever has great arms, there are arms for crying out loud. Who cares about your arms? Nobody. I tell you what, a million people in a row could walk by me and the last thing I would look at would be their arms. I mean, they're not boobs, they're not girl parts, they're not boy parts, there's nothing private about arms and whether yours are totally buff or totally not, Nobody cares. We care about your smile. We care about your disposition. We care if you're working hard. Nobody cares about your arms. So I need you to put away that insecurity and um, be realistic. And and you have to, you just have to dress appropriately. And I think so many people are torturing themselves by wearing long sleeves. And then the other thing that drives me crazy, oh my gosh, and you've actually heard it, Melissa DiStefano, here live as a guest on my show, talked about never wearing shorts because she hates her knees. Oh my gosh, folks, 
Nobody cares about your knees. Can you imagine, think about everybody you know and now picture one of their knees. You can't do it because they're irrelevant to you. Knees are the hinge for your legs. <laughs> they allow your legs to bend. And so nobody cares about them. But I care about you and your comfort and your safety and you're not being uh, overheated while you're exercising or just living. The most preposterous thing in the world I see are folks at theme parks in jeans. And so, yeah, I'm a Floridian. I'm not a Disney junkie, but I've certainly been there plenty of times or Universal or whatever. And there's always these fruitcakes roaming around in July in jeans. And it, you know what? We could poke fun. But it just makes me sad that whoever this person is woke up in the morning and felt like even though it was 95 degrees and the humidity was 99%, they couldn't put on shorts. Don't be that person. Don't punish yourself that way. It's ridiculous. We don't care if your legs are muscular or lean or if you've got 600 pounds to lose. We don't care if your legs are pale or tan or hairy or even if you have a big pimple on your ankle. Nobody cares. Please dress appropriately. Dress appropriately for exercise so you can perform at your best. And then dress appropriately for life. It feels better to let to get some material off your body when it's hot outside. So, you know, I could beat this drum to death, but oh my gosh, I really this is important to me. And so here's the outcome. So I I see a lot of people struggling with the tank top issue and of course the knees, which is crazy. So tank tops and shorts. And I made a video on Saturday afternoon and I with this particular message and I posted it on the Hottie Body Fitness Challenge page and I said, folks, this is absurd. You have to respect the body parts that you have. And we actually have, I think it's a really good example, Beth DeSalvo. She's a hottie. She's working to become fit, helping get her family fit. She's a great lady and she's missing one of her legs. It's below the hip. How grateful would she be to have an extra knee to show off? I mean, get real. You've got arms. You've got legs. That's a gift in itself. And so I think, if, I think no matter what's going on in Beth's life, she'd be happy to wear shorts. And in fact, she is happy to wear shorts because I've seen great looking pictures of her. And man, her prosthetic is good. You can't even tell. I, I looked and I said, Beth, I was trying to figure out which, which leg of yours is missing, but I can't. She's got a really good prosthetic. But anyways... Be appreciative of your body and, and know that nobody cares. Nobody's, nobody's uh, thinking about your arms or your elbows or your triceps or your forearms. Imagine if they were. What weirdos they would be. So be appreciative of the body you have. So I make this message. I'm sorry, I get distracted. I make the message and then I, I say, hotties, I need you all to get in a tank top, take your picture, post it on Facebook for the next 28 hours that group page was flooded with men and women proudly flaunting tank tops. Now, mind you, some of these people wear tank tops on a regular basis and say that. I'm a tank top girl. I wear it all the time no matter what. And then there were so many people who said, Fitz, I actually went out and bought a tank top. I didn't have one. But here it goes. Cheese, I'm wearing a, a tank top. And so 100% of these people looked beautiful, looked amazing in their tank tops. And they looked appropriately dressed for the temperature. So please don't torture yourself. Don't be the guy at the ballpark or at the beach in jeans. God help me, I've seen that. I have seen people at the beach in jeans. I have actually seen people at a water park wearing jeans. And at, it just doesn't make any sense to me in the pool with jeans because you're so self-conscious. And, and we can all say that 
we would probably look ridiculous at a water park or a beach scenario in jeans or long pants or any of those things. So just find something that fits you well, feels comfortable for you, you like the fashion. It doesn't have to be what everybody else is wearing, but you do have to dress appropriately. So tank top mandate. In effect, what I'm going to ask all of you people listening to the podcast, and I don't care if you're listening to this podcast right now in June of 2017 or if you are listening in June of 2020, if you hear this podcast, go to my fitness page on Facebook or hit me up on Instagram at fitness and send me a picture of you in a tank top because we need that. All right, so we're going to move on. And the next thing I want to talk to you about is going to the beach. I have so many people tell me that they won't go to the beach because they're not in good shape. And that breaks my heart. And we could put beach in the same category as pool or water park or lake or river. But, you know, the beach is my thing. I grew up in Fort Lauderdale. And I remember being, uh, I don't know, many years ago. I just have kids. So, you know, maybe my body was a little interesting at the time, too. And I remember thinking I, how spectacular the ocean is. And it's, it's, I think it's the most powerful thing in the world. And just the smells and the feels and the fun to be had and the views. You know, whether it's sunrise, sunset, or anywhere in between, the beach is a very special place, or the ocean. And it breaks my heart to think that people would deprive themselves of one of the world's greatest gifts because they don't like their thighs. You gotta get over that stuff. You have to allow yourself to enjoy life. Sitting in your house, feeling that you're unsexy or you don't like your you don't like swimsuits, it's not okay. It's not okay. This is part of you becoming a fit person, is you getting up, you getting out there, you doing your thing and knowing that if you're up and out out there and moving forward, you get nothing but respect from the people that matter. And if there's jerks around, who cares? We're not we're not clamoring for the respect and idealization of uh, jerks, right? I mean, who cares what ISIS thinks of what you look like in a bathing suit? Nobody cares. <laughs> There's a bunch of mean people. Let's think of Kathy Griffin. Who cares what she thinks what you look like in a swimsuit? She's a mean person. We don't care. She's going to find something mean to say no matter what. No matter what side of the political aisle you're on, she's just going to be mean. So we don't, we're not working towards impressing jerks. You get up, you have a great life, you put on the clothes that feel good to you, especially uh, weather-appropriate clothes, but don't deprive yourself of these wonderful experiences. It is summer, and it is important to me that you get out and you own summer. You do something special with it, and you go have fun. And here's the thing, when, you know, a lot of us are runners, and some people say, well, I can't run, I've got this herniated disc, or my knees hurt, okay, fine, you can't run. But almost everybody can get in the water, right? I mean, there's not so many people who say, I've got a backache. I can't sit in water. I can't walk in water. I can't swim. Swimming and walking in water is something almost everybody can do. Floating on a raft is something almost everybody can do. You might even be able to boogie board. Hell, you may be able to be dragged at the end of a boat doing something exciting like wakeboarding or skiing. So give those opportunities a chance. Those are the things you can do. And Nothing will compete with the beauty and the smells and uh, the sensation of a sunrise at the beach. So we got to move on with that. you got to go have fun. you got to take your family. If you're a parent, can you imagine there are actually parents that don't take their kids to the beach because those parents don't feel good in swimsuits? 
What a deprivation to the entire family. Just doesn't make any sense. And so realize that the opinions of jerks don't matter. You get up, you go have fun, make sure you find clothes that feel good, whether they're super expensive, super cheap. And we can say we can put some Nike clothes right next to the fitness gear they're selling at Target and you would have no idea which brand was which other than the logo. So, you know, I need you to live. I need you to pursue happiness and fun and physical activities. And there's these bizarre common walls that I see as trending amongst people who are not yet in the total fit category. And, and let's be real about it. How many of us are ever going to get the opportunity to pose for the cover of Swimsuit Illustrated or Men's Health Magazine? <laughs> How many? I mean, look, I'm a big deal in the fitness industry, kinda. They're not calling me to <laughs> pose on any of these magazine covers. So let's keep our... Uh, our uh, expectations on what we have to be and check, right? We're just healthy, fit, happy people pursuing a quality life full of athletic adventure. That's who we are. And I need you to grab onto that and ride that like a bull. I need you to be outside and I need you to breathe in the fresh air and I need you to do be active in different ways. And you know what? I'll give you a hard time about being active in the winter too. But in the summer, Man, that's a big sticking point for people. I need you to throw on some shorts and a tank top and go have fun. Wall number three is for people dealing with any sort of sickness, pain, chronic illness. Sometimes those things sideline us completely. Sometimes they only force us to be creative. And so I've got some examples I'd like to bring up to you, but... You know, if you are dealing with an illness, a, a chronic illness, pain, you know, disease, maybe, maybe they're going to sit you on your butt. You know, maybe there's certain things that do sideline you completely, but let's, let's work around with. And, and, and the person and the moment that made me think of this was the other night I was out for a walk in my neighborhood and I have a neighbor with MS, Laura. And she's a nice lady. She's a mother of two and she's as sweet as pie. And she just moved back to my community a few months ago and she was looking for a job and I helped her get one and she's an outstanding professional and um, then a few weeks ago they had layoffs and she got laid off and so the stress of that triggered her MS. She had it mostly under control but the the stress inflamed this disease and so she's been very shaky while walking and you know just having some pain and issues and then about, oh, oh, so here's one thing I like. I'm going to throw in, because you know I'm not, a, I have no use for a victim mentality and everyone's got to work and everyone's got to do their part to the best of their ability. So she rejects filing for unemployment because she doesn't want to take anything from the taxpayers, which I love. And she's like, no, I'm just going to fight for this job. And so she applied and she was able to score a job pretty quickly and never had to go down to unemployment. But, which she earned, I know, but I love her stance that no matter what, she was going to fight hard to be a worker. And so she gets the job and she'll start soon. But in the meanwhile, in the meantime, she's still living with the effects of this stress-induced MS flare. And I was walking my dog with my son down her street the other night. And here she comes around the corner and man, she's shaking. She's leaning over, shaking. And I go over and I say, Laura, are you doing okay? She goes, yeah. My MS is flared, and she has a thing, I think it's called an MS hug, where all her muscles tighten. I go, Laura, what a badass you are. I said, because everybody else in the world would be sitting her their butts on the couch complaining, and you're out walking. She said, I have to walk. 
this is what makes my body go. If I don't move, it gets worse. And that is actually this, the, the situation with most uh, muscle diseases and inflammation disease. Movement helps. Now, it feels completely contradictory to what your body wants because your body's saying, I'm tired, I don't want to move, but movement really helps. And I just thought, what a, what a superstar she is. I mean, this is a lady who we would all say, yeah, she's got excuses. She doesn't have to work. Of course, she doesn't have to exercise. She has MS. Instead, she's saying, BS, I'm getting out and I'm getting myself a job because I'm capable and I'm going to fight through this thing and I'm getting out and I'm going for a walk, even though this hurts because I know it'll make me better. And that's the mentality we all need to take on. And mind you, she's walking at one point because I guess we were stationary talking. She almost toppled over. I went and grabbed her hands. I said, are you all right? I can walk you back. She said, no, I'm fine. She said, I just don't want any of the neighbors to think I'm drunk. I said, well, who cares if they do? You're doing something awesome. So she went home and, you know, she really inspired me because, again, those are the people who inspire me, the doers who, you know, are overcoming obstacles. They could easily just make excuses. You know, arthritis is like that too. It sidelines people a lot. It's an inflammation of the joints and it really makes mobility hurt. However, it's a contradictory thought process, but the fact of the matter is the more you move, the less those joints will ache. And so there's a lot of situations that are really compounded and made worse because people choose the rest when they should be able, they should be a fighting that ailment and getting up and going. And, and one, one of the nice things on the Hottie Body Group is Mark Zulke. So Mark, Mark's been through the ringer over the past few years. He lost his wife a few years ago to cancer. And as a result, he started running races with his daughter. He used, to, he used to watch the races with his wife. And then it wasn't as much fun to watch the races anymore without her. So he jumped in and started running with his daughter, Jill, which is absolutely you know, one of the most lovely things to see at these events. I mean, Mark's a great guy, and his daughter Jill is lovely too. And Jill, if you're listening, you need to start strength training. No excuses. I'm sick of them. So get your butt in action and start doing the workouts that I'm providing. Anyway, Mark has been diagnosed last year. He was diagnosed with bladder cancer, which is a, just a kick in the teeth he didn't need. However, he's may he's He's managed his treatment so he could still pursue some of the races he was signed up for. He even went to Paris to run a race with his daughter last September. And so I like that he's prioritizing living, do you hear that? Living while he's fighting this disease and, of course, trying to preserve his life. But he's a guy who's facing cancer and he's finding out, he's finding a way to live right now in the present. And so when we think of Mark, I'm going to ask you, are you living? Do you have any obstacles that should prevent you from getting out and doing races or going to the beach or going dancing or any of those things? And if the answer is no, you need to get your butt up and go. But Mark posted on the Facebook page the other day, he says that, you know, he's still been going through treatment, but he's been dealing with depression, which has been a demotivator for him. And then he just... I think it was Friday or Saturday, he put his foot down and said, you know what, I need to fight my way out of this depression, so I am going to start doing the workouts of the Hottie Body Fitness Challenge, and I'm going to start eating wisely and taking care of myself. And so, yes, he's dealing with cancer, and that's a big bear on his back. That's not fun at all, but that goes for everybody. If you're not exercising, if you're not taking care of yourself, your mental health will suffer, and so it's a, you can't have one without the other. 
fitness enhances your mental health. Taking care of your mental health enhances your ability to take care of your body. So you have to do both. But again, there's Mark. He's dealing with cancer and he's going, oh, screw it. I need to do better for myself and I need to live in this moment that I have. I also have another girlfriend, Charlene, and I love this woman. She's a sweet potato. She's really, she's local. She's one of the moms of my athletes on my rabbit alien soccer team. I've been coaching her son for uh, six years now, Garrett, and he's adorable. And her husband has dove in and um, he's been helping me coach the team as well lately. But Charlene has pancreatic cancer. She was diagnosed, I believe, September of 2016. And um, she obviously, that's a mean disease to fight. But while she was going through chemo and radiation, I said, hey, Charlene, you know, uh, while she was going through those treatments, she was preparing for a major surgery. I said, why don't we exercise? If I can help you stay fitter, you'll be stronger to help fight this disease. And she said, absolutely. And so we went for walks. And at the end of the walks, we would stop and do push-ups. And I brought my bands and we did a bunch of strength training exercises. We just had fun. And this is a woman, again, fighting pancreatic cancer, always a huge smile on her face, eager to see me at the door. You know, she was stuck inside. She wasn't able to work for much of that time. And when I showed up, where a lot of people would go, oh no, Fitz is here. She uh, she blasted a big smile at me, and we would have a really nice time walking and talking and then doing the strength training exercises to follow up. And, you know, some of the conversations were hard and serious, but um, a woman who was focused on living, doing her best to make sure she was strong enough to fight. And so she's still fighting that battle. She just had the surgery, and course the surgery is mean but I just saw her the other day and huge smile on her face doing her best so people are dealing with a lot worse than you (laughs) I'm not sure exactly what you're dealing with because there's a lot of you out there and maybe I know you and maybe I don't but put yourself in the position there is a lot of worse situations to be in and if I have these few characters in my life that are battling all odds and getting stuff done moving forward then you've got to do it too and so you know, if you've got a, an inflammation disease, activity helps. If, you're, if you've got a broken leg, you can still be active. You can sit in a chair and do upper body exercises. If you've broken your arm, you can still go for walks. You can still do squats. There are things that you can do. If you are living with a mean disease, you can get in the pool and water walk. There are Just standing up and stretching is a form of exercise that will reinvigorate you. So, Do what you can, and if you're not fighting any of those things I've listed, then have a good look in the mirror and and see if and what's holding you back, and, you know, put that Fitzy on your shoulder, because I will sit there all day, and I will cast nasty looks upon you as you act lazy until I bully you into getting up, and, and, you know, so many of you people do say that. You say, oh, only because Fitz told me to, I got up and done I got up and did lunges and I went for a run or I went and did Zumba. Go do those things. If I can be a pest and even if you hate my guts while you're sweating and suffering, that's all right. I want to be that person to help you live because that's what it's all about, folks. We only get, you know, 30 years, 50 years, 100 years, whatever. It's never enough. So we got to fill our days with the good stuff. So... Tank top mandate in full effect. I also expect to see each and every one of you in shorts. Don't be the girl doing the uh, 4th of July race in capri pants. That's just dumb. Unless you're over in Iceland, 
no, it's unacceptable. I, I, I reject your capri pants in July. I'm rejecting your yoga pants in August. It's not okay. And um, yeah, I'm going to be that. I'm prejudiced against you and your long pants and the hot weather. But I expect tank tops. I expect shorts. I expect you all to be out on the beach or at the pool or in the springs or at the lake having a great time wearing weather-appropriate clothes, clothing that inspires you to be more active as opposed to more sedentary. These are the basics. <laughs> We're going with the basics, but it matters a lot to me. And if you can get through these little loopholes in life, I know that you're going to have a hell of a lot more fun and you're going to get closer to your fitness goals much faster than you would if you're wearing a long sleeve shirt and capri pants. Got it? All right, folks. Before I go, I wanted to encourage you to check out my friend John Beal's podcast. That's the Not Real Runners podcast where they talk about everything race-related minus anything to do with speed. John and Sarah are your back-of-the-pack divas who will never win a race but will definitely win your hearts. They are your guides to running as a slow runner. Which races are great for slower runners and which to avoid? Listen to your one-stop shop for back-of-the-pack runners to find out. John was a guest on my show a few months ago, and he's hilarious, and he and Sarah just, it's nice entertainment. Of course, you want to listen to me till I'm blue in the face, I'm sure, but uh, you've got more time on your hands, and the Not Real Runners podcast is awesome. You can find them on iTunes, and I believe Podbean, and probably all the other podcast outlets too, but Not Real Runners, they're a blast. If you haven't already done so, check out my Morning Mile program, and... Follow me at Fitzness on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. I'm all over it. It's at F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S. And thank you to everyone who filled out a review on my Facebook page. I finally added the review button to the Fitzness page. And I've got all five-star reviews. So if you guys have five-star reviews to share, go over there and say something nice. And if not, don't. Just, just do something else. Go put on a tank top and exercise. All right, team. That's it. Put on a tank top and get to work. Bye. Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can. The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children a chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.